Hi friends, it's Haley and Lynn, and you are listening to This We Know Podcast. To get stronger, the gym is a pretty good place to be. But where do we go to strengthen our hearts? How can we stay spiritually in shape to experience joy in every season? This is a space for us to grow our faith muscles together. With a little bit of practice and a whole lot of grace, we'll train our hearts to trust. Together, we'll lift our eyes from our ever-changing circumstances back to God, renewing our minds in His faithful promises. So let's jump in so we can confidently step back into this day with a fresh mind and full heart, knowing we've got a king in our corner. God is making a way. He is faithful in every season. This we know. Hi friends, it's Lynn and Haley. We're so excited to dive in today. Whether you've been listening to this We Know podcast from the start, or maybe a friend sent this episode to you, we are so happy you're here listening today. And this is a topic that Hale and I talk about a lot, almost daily, if not weekly. And we are so excited to dive in. So Hale, every day there are a million things fighting for our attention. And today we'd love to talk about what it looks like to intentionally choose a portion of that free time to spend with God. Yes, Lenny. From the moment we wake up, we are constantly making decisions all day long. So here's your weekly dose of Hale Facts. Some sources suggest that the average person makes 35,000 choices per day. And assuming that people sleep around seven hours a day, that makes roughly 2,000 decisions per hour or one decision every two seconds. Wow. For me personally, when I have free time, I go and turn on the TV or get right on my phone. And I think so often we turn on Netflix or hop right onto our phones and go to that go-to app. For me lately, it's been Zillow. (laughs) I don't even think we're going to move soon. I'm just always looking at Zillow or Instagram or Facebook. And all of a sudden, 15 minutes, 20 minutes, honestly, sometimes even an hour goes by and not on Zillow. (laughs) No, I do too. I'm like, I just turn off all the filters at some point. I'm like, oh, an $11 million home in a tuxedo park. Let's check this baby out. (laughs) Yeah. Just getting into your design ideas. But yes, it's nuts how time just disappears. There's so much that can happen when we find ourselves on social media, for example. Maybe at the end of that time, you're experiencing anxiety after comparing yourself to all the pictures and videos you just watched. Maybe after scrolling, you start to think your house isn't decorated as perfectly as your friends or someone that you're following. Maybe you wish you could shop all the links of an outfit that your favorite influencer just shared and you start looking at your wardrobe and you're just wishing you had more or different outfit options. Maybe you were scrolling and you start looking in the mirror after and just wish your body looked a little bit differently. Or Perhaps you just feel like when you're scrolling, every single picture is a couple 
they're dating or getting engaged or getting married or someone's having a baby and you just feel left out or feel like you're behind in life. Maybe in your free time, you watch the new TV show that everyone's talking about, but something about it just left you feeling weird or uncomfortable, just off in some way. Or maybe you're just a yes person that you barely even have any free time to yourself. You're hopping from one commitment to another and you're just feeling so burnt out. Oof, Hill, I resonate with a lot of these examples, to be honest. And, you know, I don't even really consider myself a jealous person necessarily, but inevitably when I get off of Instagram and I've spent longer on there than I ever intended when I first hopped on, you really can't help but compare yourself to what you see other people doing. And that's a whole other episode we'll have to dive into as one on Mm -hmm. social media and comparison and how it really can leave you feeling empty and less than and like you just can't keep up. One time I actually gave up social media. I took just a little social media fast. And at the beginning of that fast, I could not believe how many times I reached for my phone mindlessly to go on to whatever social media app it was. And I thought, oh my gosh, that just showed me how often I pick up my phone and just hop on without even realizing I'm doing it. So what we want to talk about is whether you have five minutes or maybe even 30 minutes of free time, how we can be incredibly intentional with that time. And honestly, guys, what Hill and I are learning is that any amount of time spent sitting still with the Lord and just seeing what he has for you focusing back on him, inviting his spirit to really come alive in you, praying to him, those things can completely reset your day. It can completely renew your mind. And so one of our favorite passages, John 15, talks about remaining in Jesus and spending good time with him. I'm just going to read a small portion of it. If you have time today or later this week to just open up your Bible, whether it's the Bible app on your phone, or if you have a physical Bible, I would really encourage you to jump into John 15. It's really short, but it's so good. And so John 15 verse one says, I am the true vine and my father is the gardener. So this is Jesus talking and he's saying that Jesus is the vine and his father is the gardener and God cuts off every branch in him that bears no fruit, while every branch that does bear fruit, he prunes so that it will be even more fruitful. I am the vine, you are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. And I love this passage, Hale. You know, when I first read this, I thought, what does the fruit mean? But thankfully, in Galatians 5.22, it says, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, or patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Those are the fruits of the Spirit. And so if we are remaining in Jesus, we will have the fruits of the Spirit just flowing out of us. That's what Jesus is telling us. That's what he promises us. So this is how I can kind of do a good check on myself. And this happens to me almost weekly where days will go by and I haven't been focused on Christ. I have been filling my free time with cleaning the house, tidying up, hopping on social media, not choosing those times to be intentional and spending it with him. And inevitably, Hale, what happens is 
I will try to be patient when my spouse comes home and, and it's just not happening for me. I am just like, <laughs> what is wrong? I'm being so impatient with Reagan, with my daughter, when she's like really clingy, I'm just like snappy. And I'm thinking, why, like, why can I not just be patient? And I'm trying to force maybe patience, or I'm trying to force gentleness, or I'm trying to force these different fruits of the spirit. And I stop and just almost have to laugh and think, I can't have these fruits of the spirit by my own strength. I have to remain in Jesus. And without doing that, I just cannot come up with these fruits on my own. And maybe you can relate, Hale, or maybe if you're listening, wherever you are, you can relate to that too. If you are just like wanting to be patient, but it almost feels forced, maybe you should just pause and think, okay, have I like really had any good time with God recently? Oh my gosh. I don't even know where to begin because you've said so many good things. So when he's talking about being the true vine, he doesn't give us this long list of things to do in order to bear fruit. All it says here is spend time with me. So just taking that time to go pause what we're doing, to just hang out with him, talk to him. He fills our hearts with those fruits, filling us with joy, filling us with peace. We are naturally more patient just by spending that time with him. Yes. Hale, there was this really good analogy that this pastor named Kyle Eidelman used once, and it always stayed with me. I heard this years ago, but he said... Picture a power strip that you plug into the wall and you use it because it has tons of plugins. So you can use it to like plug in all of your favorite devices <laughs> next to your bed, maybe. He said, picture a power strip rather than plugging it into the wall. You're trying to plug it into itself to create power. And obviously that's not going to work. Like you have to plug in the power strip into the wall, into an, another outlet in order for it to have power. And he said, that's what it's like when we're trying to produce the fruits of the spirit ourselves, when we're like trying to be patient on our own accord, when we're trying to be gentle, when we're trying to practice self-control, but we're doing it without God, we're trying to do it by our own strength. We can't do it. We have to plug ourselves into God and tap into his peace and his presence and his love and ultimately his strength. And by his strength, he then enables us to produce the fruits of the spirit. And how good is it? I mean, do you ever regret being gentle and kind to your spouse or to your child or to a coworker or to a parent or whoever? No, <laughs> you never regret that. But how often will I be snappy in a moment and just instantly regret it? And I'm like, dang it. <laughs> I really wish I wouldn't have said that or, or done that. And thank God for grace. Like his grace abounds and thank goodness he gives us grace. It's also really hard to extend that grace to someone. Like if your significant other comes home and he or she is a little bit snappy, you're like, oh no, where is this coming from? <laughs> and so that's just kind of a good reminder for for us too, that maybe it's an opportunity to share grace with someone who you can tell maybe hasn't had a chance to spend time with the Lord that day. And you can sense that in them. You can sense their snappiness or their impatience mm. with you. And what a good opportunity that if you have had that time with God to extend patience and grace to them. <laughs> Lenny, I love that analogy about the power cord. And Oh, how often do I try to just do it all on my own? But you're so right. I feel like Sean can absolutely tell when I've had quiet time, there's just so much more grace. There's so much more margin. And 
a good heart check is just looking at our response to people. Are we being patient? And in Matthew 11, there is a section how Jesus invites us to come to him and he will give us rest. And so Lenny, there's a part in the message. And for anyone who doesn't know, the message is a version of the Bible that's written in everyday language. And this may sound a little bit weird (laughs) and uncomfortable, but if you are in a place where you aren't on the move, driving, walking, you're just kind of sitting, or maybe you're folding laundry, whatever you're doing, if you do have a chance just to pause and close your eyes as I read this, I pray that God will just speak to you. It says, are you tired, worn out, burned out? Come to me. Get away with me and you'll recover your life. I'll show you how to take a real rest. Walk with me and work with me. Watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. And I just love that. Keep company with me and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. Every time I read scripture, right before I just say, Lord, can you please just speak to me? Just teach me something about you. And if there's something, any sort of words that you just really want me to hear and and think about, will you just help those words jump out on the page to me? And so With that said, there is a passage that is very famous in the Bible, and it's something that Lynn and I talk about almost every single day. So in Luke 10, 38 through 42, it's so short, and yet it's so good, so rich with truth, and it's really easy to understand. You know, some parts in the Bible, you're just like, I have no idea what I just read. This is not one of those things. And so it says, now, as they went on their way, Jesus entered a village and a woman named Martha welcomed him into her house. And she had a sister called Mary who sat at the Lord's feet and listened to his teaching. But Martha was distracted with much serving as she went up to him and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to serve alone? Tell her then to help me. But the Lord answered her, Martha, Martha. You are anxious and troubled about many things, but one thing is necessary. Mary has chosen the good portion, which will not be taken away from her. So let's just imagine Jesus is coming to Atlanta or he's coming to whatever city that you live in and he comes over, you welcome him. And I don't have a sister, so I'm going to pick on you, Lenny. (laughs) And Jesus comes and she can't believe Jesus is here. So what does she do? I mean, what would you do? So picture Lynn going and sitting on the couch with Jesus. And then there's me. Jesus is here. Oh my goodness. I'm cleaning the counters. I'm trying to make everything look a certain way. Trying to puffing the pillows. (laughs) Karate chopping the pillows. And then after a while, I would come in and be like, Lord, do you not care that I'm in here doing all of this stuff? And Lynn is just not even helping me. Gosh, Lynn. (laughs) What Jesus would say to me, you're worried about all these things, but one thing is necessary. I mean, 
what would you do in this scenario? Truly, I can't tell you how many times I'm so focused on cleaning or how I look rather than spending time with Jesus. And in the case with Lynn slash Mary, these gals know what's up (laughs) and they're actually fixing their eyes on Jesus and spending time with him. And so ever since I heard this story, I try to think, how can I be more like Mary slash Lynn? I remember being in the kitchen one day and thinking, I am so tired. I just want to sit down, relax, watch TV. And I just paused noticing that I was on fumes. And I remembered this story and I thought, you know what? I'm going to go and I'm going to choose the good portion. And I grabbed my Bible and I just sat in the Lord's presence. Hill, that's so good. Way to be obedient. I have a story that's the antithesis of that. Even this morning, going into this episode, knowing that we were talking about choosing the good portion, I had an unexpected pocket of about 10, 15 minutes where I thought, okay, this is my chance to pray, be in the word, prep for this episode. But all that I could think about were there are dirty towels in the house. I need to get a load of laundry started. I need to get the counters cleaned. I need to get our, like, I just need to get the house looking tidy. And I could hear the Lord's prompting saying, Lynn, come to me, be still with me. That's even what today's episode is about. And was I obedient? No, I was not. I ran and grabbed all the dirty towels in the house, threw them in the wash and thought I'll be able to be more attentive in my quiet time with God if I can just get this task done. And this is me being efficient. I can have the laundry going while I'm having a quiet time. This is great. And guys, hear me. There is nothing wrong with like going and doing the laundry before sitting quietly with God. But at the end of throwing the towels in the wash, I saw 10 more things that needed to be done. And of course I ended up going and doing those. And guess what? My 15 minutes was up and I was honestly like so anxious thinking, I know that I would have stepped back into the rest of my morning. Just so thankful for that time, just feeling so full of peace. And I know God could have really had something special for me in that. So Hale, I just, I I so appreciate like you sharing that example. And the best part is that I think you texted me after that quiet time and shared what God had for you in that time and what he was putting on your heart. And it encouraged me so much. He filled your cup and then you were able to come and pour into me and that filled my cup. How cool would it be if we could just daily ask ourselves, am I going to choose the good portion today? Or am I going to go focus on other things like Martha, who is left feeling anxious and stressed? And so if we have 35,000 decisions to make all day long, that's a lot of opportunities to choose the good portion just once, to choose time with him. And I've found that if I know I'm going to have free time, I do so much better if I just have a plan. If I don't have a plan, who knows what I'm going to do with my time? I can't trust myself. (laughs) I just, I can't. I tend to toss and turn with the waves of the day. And I am just so focused on my feelings. And do I feel like doing this? Answer is probably not. And so with the gym, I just try to pre-plan. I'm going to work out at this time. I've already made that decision. So when the time comes, I'm not like, well, I don't really feel like it. No, I've already pre-decided. And so I found that when it comes to choosing time with the Lord, just getting into a good, healthy routine where every single morning 
I am going to choose to spend that time with him this way. It's more intentional. And sometimes that means I have to wake up a little bit early, but I know God will bless that time when I just choose. And if I don't choose it, it's still not too late at the end of the day. There's always just grace. Yes, Hill, especially if you're in such a busy season. And I, I feel like I reference that every episode, but we know that a lot of you listening are going and you are going hard every day from the moment you wake up until you go to sleep. You are busy, busy and in high demand. If that is you and God graciously gives you a 10 minute pocket of free time, rather than picking up your phone and filling it with more things that are going to keep your mind active and potentially anxious. Let's be good stewards of the time we're given. I I am saying that to you. I'm saying that so much to my own heart. And so in choosing the good portion, we get to experience life in peace. In Romans 8, 6, it says the mind governed by the flesh is death but the mind governed by the spirit is life and peace. And using any amount of free time we have to fix our eyes back on God, maybe that's praying to him. Maybe that's listening to a worship song. Maybe it's even just quickly opening up the Bible app on your phone and reading the verse of the day that's on there. Any kind of concentration on our father brings us life and peace. And Haley and I shared examples of not fixing our eyes on him and how it leaves us feeling worn out and anxious and stressed and how fixing our eyes on him fills us with his presence. It fills us with his peace and his joy and his love. And so we want you to experience that. It's so good to just have our cups filled by him. And we want that for you too. And I think choosing the good portion can look differently. Maybe for today, choosing the good portion could be right after this, having some stillness or listening to the song that we're going to link just to open up your heart to his presence. Or maybe choosing the good portion to you is saying yes to that small group. Or if you were, if you're in a small group, showing up. I know it can be so hard, just like showing up to the gym is hard, but once you go, you never regret it. Maybe the good portion for you is on Sunday. Even if you really want to sleep in, that could mean going to church again. Mm -hmm. Maybe you've been going often, or maybe it's been a while. I know there's so many times when I just want to rest or Saturday night was too fun. (laughs) And I you know, I I don't want to show up one day. And I think the lies in my mind say, Hey, you'll be so much happier if you just rest, if you just turn on the TV and unplug. But Lynn and I have found that rather than using our spare time with just mindless TV or mindless scrolling, when we go and spend time with the Lord, it is so fruitful. And he fills our minds. He renews our minds with good, good things. It's almost hard to explain until you you actually do it. And anyone who's listening today who is like, amen, yes, the good portion, it truly doesn't compare to anything else. Choosing the good portion, you just, you never regret it. He always blesses us if we can just say yes to him and that time. I love that you suggested 
going to church. And that might seem intimidating. Maybe you would feel more comfortable watching online. And we so encourage that. We have great churches here in Atlanta and then also in other cities. So wherever you live, feel free to reach out to us and we can try to get you plugged in with one. But if you have a friend in your life that lives in the same city as you and you want to text them and say, hey, do you want to try to go to church this Sunday or at some point this month? We would so encourage that. It's amazing how if you have one friend in your life that also believes in the Lord as you do, reach out to them, go get coffee with them, catch up with them. You guys having that same foundation is going to be so amazing. And that friendship, you have no idea what God can do with that friendship. So if you do have someone that you can text and reach out to and either meet up together or go to church together, we would so encourage you to do that. And we know that the Lord will show up for both of you and have something awesome for you by choosing the good portion and going to spend time learning about him. So as always, we love a good song rec. I feel like I say that every episode, but we do. And Haley's bringing us the song recommendation for today. This is such a good one, and I'm so excited for her to share. And then Lynn is actually going to sing it for us. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Not happening. (laughs) I'll get Lenny to choose the good portion and sing for us. Oh, my gosh. Okay, speaking, I I have to say this real fast. My mom listens to our podcast, which is so sweet. And she said, I think people probably think your name is Lenny. (laughs) I was like, they probably do because it is spelled L-Y-N-N-E. So you guys might be thinking that the E on the end of my name is for Lenny, but it actually is just Lynn. (laughs) If I call you Lynn, I feel like you're in trouble or something. I know. That's right. Yeah. If Chase ever calls me Lynn, I'm like, wait, what did I do? Because he usually calls me babe or something. And so if he ever calls me just by my first name, I'm like, what did I do wrong? Anyway, distraction. Go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) So this song that I'd love to encourage you to listen to today is called Make Room by The Church Will Sing and Alyssa Smith. And this song is all about surrendering our time and our hearts to God. And the lyrics that are repeated throughout the song say, and I will make room for you to do whatever you want to. I just love that this song captures that tender moment of surrender when you actually make room for him to work in your life, to work in your heart and the fruits of the spirit that you'll start to be filled with when you have that quiet time and your palms are up and you're seeking the Lord with all of your heart, he will be there right with you. We're so glad you joined us for this episode. If you thought of a friend who might be encouraged by this topic, please feel free to share this message with them. Our hope is to share God's love and truth with as many people as possible, and you can help us play a big part in that mission by leaving a written review on Apple and Spotify. Also, if you have questions, are in need of prayer, or want to learn more about our story, head to thisweknowfaith.com and connect with us on social media. Remember, friend, as you step back into this day, God is with you in every season. This we know.